This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Because if you can tell me what your habits are, I can tell you what sort of a person you are. I can tell you what your future looks like. But like I always say, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. The people who are most effective in the workplace believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past. When people don't believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past, they begin to disengage. You're listening to The Circuit of Success, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve success in every facet of life, only on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Now, your host, Brett Gilliland. Welcome to The Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland, and today you can see right over here, I got Derek Meinhart. What's up, Derek? How's it going, Brett? Glad to be here today. It's good, man. I'm excited to have you. For those of you who don't know, Derek and I, we have grown up together since third grade. He moved to Mattoon, Illinois, and uh, and so we've uh, been good buddies ever since then, man, and still get to connect even through all the craziness today. So uh, thanks for coming down. Yep. Glad to be here. Maybe we'll sneak out on the golf course a little later if you can tell by my dress attire, right? <laughs> so, uh, well, man, how about for those people that don't know who Derek Meinhart is, why don't you just give us a little lay of the land, a little bit about Derek and Innovative Staff Solutions and what you guys have built? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, like we said, I grew up in Mattoon, Illinois. Uh, Brett was one of the first uh, first guys, uh, kids I met uh, growing up. Uh, I still remember uh, in third grade uh, meeting Brett and, and playing a lot of basketball in the uh, uh, the front front driveway there. That's and, right. And probably winning most of the times, but uh, <laughs> uh, Brett was never going to let me be the, the the last one to win. It That's was right. uh, uh, Double or nothing. a good time. Yeah. Just keep going double or nothing, right? Till you win. Yeah, absolutely. We right. uh, so de- definitely uh, uh, enjoyed that. Uh, went to uh, Eastern Illinois University. Uh, graduated from there in 2001. Played a little professional golf uh, yeah. for a few years. Chasing my dream a little bit in Scottsdale, Arizona, and had a, had a great time doing that. But realized that I needed to get a real job. And so uh, <laughs> called my dad and uh, asked him if I could come back, and uh, you know. Uh, came back and started working in the family business, uh, Innovative Staff Solutions. My parents started that company uh, yeah. 20, 27 years ago now. And uh, it's kind of amazing to look back on that and, and see what they built and uh, an opportunity for myself to continue to build upon that here in the next few years as my dad retired yeah. about three years ago. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's amazing, man. I know, like, obviously, when you and I were growing up, they were, uh, and your dad worked at, what, the telephone company. Your mom was a nurse. And I think they just kind of said enough's enough and we're going to go take control of our own destiny. I mean, is that kind of a fair statement? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, uh, my parents are kind of the true American dream. Uh, You know, they they wanted something more. Uh, They wanted to provide something more to my brother and I. And, uh, you know, they took that dream and and made it happen. And, you know, I've learned a lot from them over the last years. I was uh, thankful enough to be able to work for my dad, work with my dad for, you know, almost 14 years. And so uh, it's a great story. Yeah, it really is. And so when you think about if you could boil it down to maybe one or two things you learned from mom and dad and you learned from you know one taking a risk betting on yourself you know because there's no no guaranteed paycheck right when they started a staffing sure. company and so you just you got to take the risk and put your family's kind of ass on the line right right and then you right. do that but what have you learned from them you know I've, I've learned a lot i you know i was thinking about that on the on the drive down here what 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 have i learned from them i mean uh, one of the things that always comes back to my mind is failure was not an option for my parents. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my dad didn't take a paycheck for the first year. Uh, and, you know, my mom still worked in, in healthcare for, for a part of that time while we started the business. But, 
you know, I, I think for them it was, you know, they did whatever it took uh, to be successful. Uh, you know, sometimes getting up at three in the morning, going and picking up employees. We're in a staffing business, so you know, employees are our product, right? Yeah. Going and picking them up, and you know, uh, taking them to our clients' facility and, and getting the product done. I think that's that's ultimately what's carried us uh, to success over the years. That determination they had. Yeah. So I think I still have that today. I'm I'm kind of one of those people that you know I get knocked down, but I get right back right. up, and uh, you know that's 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 what success is to yeah. me. Well, I think it's you got to right. Yeah. I mean, the only and I tell this to my kids. I'm sure you do the same but the only failure is if you don't get back up sure right yeah and, and if you get back up and then learn from what you did i think that's key don't you yeah absolutely absolutely and i think that's you know what my parents did you know starting out i'm sure they made a lot of mistakes some yeah. they've told me some they haven't right. right uh but you know we've we've learned from those we continue to get better and we've had some you know bumps along the road and i yeah. think we've got better because of that and become a better company yeah again learning right learning yep. from the mistakes absolutely. and i think I think I call it the entrepreneurial roller coaster. I was just talking to my wife about this the other night and we were sitting there talking and I said, there's days, you know, where you think you're going to, you know, I just say this flippantly, jokingly, right? You're going to take over the world. And then there's days you feel like maybe, you know, you can never do anything good right, again. Right. And then, you know, you just ride this roller coaster, right? Mm -hmm. And are you on that roller coaster? And if so, how do you overcome that to stay positive and do the things that you're doing today? You know, I think uh, there's a lot of key things to that. I think it's just, you know, getting up one day at a time and executing that process. I think that was a big mistake I made kind of coming back into the business is, is you know, I thought that, you know, success was going to be easy. Uh, I was going to save the world. And I learned that that wasn't going to be the case, right? right? And, you know, I had to, you know, drive those daily behaviors that I do on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm very disciplined about that today. And, you know, again, I think, as you said, some days you're going to be great, some days are not. But I think if you have more than more good days, uh, that will lead to success or the objective that you're wanting to meet. So talk about those. What are those? The, I had it written down here, actually, so you must be reading my notes. But <laughs> what, what are those one to two things? If I followed Derek around with one of these cameras and said, I know this is going to happen day in and day out, you know, personally, professionally, whatever it may be, what are those things that, that you've got? Um, you know, I think, you know, from a, from a personal standpoint, um, you know, I, I have a passion still for golf, yep. you know, I, even though I gave up that, you know, childhood dream to play maybe on the PGA tour at one point, yep. I realized that's not going to happen. It's, it's still, still there. It's still burning, you yep. know? And, uh, you know, so I, I consistently, uh, try to get better golf every single day, whether that be a practicing or, you know, learning something new. I think you sent me a message on, uh, Instagram earlier today that I bought a, uh, a body track and, yeah. and you didn't know what that was. Well, that's just I'm another, like, what is this thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I won't bore you with all those details. I'm sure your listeners aren't, aren't too concerned about that, but the, the reality of it is it's just another piece of information for me on how I get better at golf. Yeah. And so, you know, what, how do I correlate that into business? Cause I feel like, you know, it's a lot of the same stuff, yeah. right? You know, getting better at golf is the same as getting better at, in business. And so it's whether that's, you know, reading books every day, uh, you know, um, I try to read, you know, a couple pages. I think I learned, took this out of your, your book, you know, yeah. 10 pages a day, you know, that's kind of my goal, right. but I'm constantly trying to get better. I'm trying to surround myself with, 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 you know, talented people. You know, I, my organization is, is a pretty large organization for a staffing uh, organization. And so, you know, trying to surround myself with those people and push those people to be yeah. great. Right. Uh, but you know, focused on again, the process, we talk about that a lot. I'm sure you talk about that in your business a lot and, you know, driving my people to, to, to be better and driving myself to be better. I have those same expectations. Yeah. And so those are some of the things I do. Yeah. So when and you think about that, give us some perspective, like how many people are in your company? You know, how many you know offices do you sure. have around the country? Just because I think it's important to realize this, 
not, not a mom and pop shop anymore, right? Right, this right. Is a big deal. We, we, you know, again, as I said before, you know, it's kind of been a overnight success for my parents, and you know, we continue to build upon a twenty-five that. year overnight success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wayne, well, Patty, if you're listening, uh, I, I will step in and say that for you. It's not an overnight success. <laughs> I've taken a lot of risk. It worked very hard. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, but we we have twenty-five locations in yeah. in in four states: Indiana, Illinois, uh, Kentucky, and Missouri. Uh, obviously, majority of our business is in Illinois and Indiana, yeah. but um, you know, we continue to expand and that's kind of the, one of the things that I'm going to continue to focus on over here in the next few years. Yeah. But we have about uh, 85 internal employees and we have about 2000 temporary employees yeah. uh, out on assignment working for our clients every day. And uh, uh, that really hasn't changed. Uh, you know, during the pandemic, we experienced a little bit of a downfall, but yeah. clients, there's a lot of clients still needing a lot of people out yeah. there and we're seeing a lot of success yeah. there. So let's talk about the pandemic for a second. What, what have you learned again, personally, professionally, how have you had to adapt? I mean, anything from a leadership standpoint sure. you can share with us sure sure uh, I, i'll be honest i've been so i've been back in the business uh, 17 years uh and you know this is probably one of the toughest years uh for me as a leader of yeah. the organization i think that people need leadership uh you know now more than ever in this yeah. pandemic i think people are really struggling with what to expect the uncertainty you know i think that's what people uh really struggle with and as leaders in any organization you got to keep you know uh, leading uh, your employees through that. And that's what I've learned is, is that I need to be more in front of the employees, communicating more with those employees than I ever have, right? And that's difficult to do, right? right I mean, right. we're, we're uh, you know, uh, some people working from home, uh, some people aren't coming in the office, some people don't wanna, you know, kind of get together as a group. Uh, you know, we have a operations team of about seven or eight individuals. Uh, we're getting together tomorrow for the first time in a year. Nice. Uh, you know, I think that's been a struggle is, and you know, it's hard to replace that to be honest yeah. with you it really is but i think that and just keeping morale going you know caring about your employees and, and and making sure they're taken care of yeah and i think to your point the morale the culture i mean i noticed for us that's the biggest thing that i think makes us unique is the the camaraderie we say the visionary family sure you know and i think yeah you miss that i know i miss it and miss being around everybody and you know whether it's you know giving high fives or just giving them a hug and saying hi i mean sure. those things it's hard to replace that you can it? you can only do so many zoom oh, calls yeah. right i mean it's it's just not the same yeah you know i'm about tired of looking at whatever it is two inch by two inch square and saying hi to people and it's just sure. you, you can't connect the same right yeah, but absolutely. hopefully with everything going on right now it sounds like we're starting to open back up and uh and we'll be back to normal if there is a normal i think we're gonna be able to go right down the road over here and see some cardinal baseball yeah no that's you know? uh, that's exciting I'm, I'm ready for that too i, I miss too. that you know i'm we're big illinois fans you yeah. know illinois basketball is going on you yeah. know right now beat uh nice win there yeah uh, uh tuesday night there yeah. uh, against michigan so i'm not even close yeah it was that was a great that's exciting for us i remember uh, you know i talk a lot about the flying illini to oh, yeah. uh, some of my friends uh, there in Mattoon, they kind of look at me kind of crazy there, yeah. Brett, because they don't remember the flying line like you and I do. Uh, it was amazing. Kendall Gill, you know. Oh, yeah. Nick Anderson, that shot in Indiana. I mean, uh, that was just awesome. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and Michigan's the one that took us down, if I remember correctly, yeah, in 1989. Yeah, yeah. Ramil Robinson yep, hit yep, a couple buckets, I believe. Yep, but, but. Um, so let's talk about the daily process. So again, you know, if I if I see you in the office and it's whatever time you get in and, you know, you get your coffee and you kind of sit down at your desk, are, are there things in your mind that you know, I got to do this each day? Maybe some nuggets, if you will, that you can share with our listeners. Sure, sure. 
I, I think, you know, two things are important to me. One, I'm a big on goal planning. Yep. Um, you know, I've done that, you know, every year for probably the last 10 years. That's been big for me, uh, setting those execution type. And, you know, I can't execute all those goals by myself. So uh, my responsibility is to hold the team accountable uh, or the teams, you know, committees uh, accountable to those goals. And so that that's what I do a lot uh, during the day, along with obviously, you know, my responsibilities to the business of, you know, client relationships. And, and, and those things, but it's really execution of that of those processes that I'm focused on a lot of the time, yep. or problem solving. Right? Not everything goes as planned, and so I'm spending some of that time, you know, problem solving, working with my teams to move the company forward. And you know, it just doesn't go as planned a lot, and you know, you have to make right. those adjustments. But I, I would say one other nugget that I think is important is you know, build that structure out for yourself. Um, you know, I feel like people don't do that, yeah. and then they kind of they're not as consistent. You know, we're about the the ups and the downs the peaks and the valleys well you got to be as consistent as you possibly can and and if you build that structure out now i think that's going to create your opportunity for success there's no yeah. guarantee right. of that but i think for me it's i've built that structure uh day in and day out week to week month to month year to year and i think that's what's helped yeah. me yeah and i think it's key is that if you have the structure then you just got to show up and do the work right Right. Right. I mean, right. if you have to show up and try to recreate it every day, and I know the people listening to this are successful anyways, but I think at the end of the day, if you've got your structure down, you know, I call it your focus 90. Sure. Right? I know the first 90 minutes of every day, what I'm going to do, then I can go out and conquer the day because I said, Hey, I got to get these five things done versus the times, you know, the reason I created focus 90 was I would go home at night and be like, man, I was busy all day long, but like, what did I really accomplish? Right. You know, right. and I think as leaders and even just not as a leader, but anybody that's working and trying to, you know, do something, be successful, you can have a busy day, but not accomplish much. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's what some, a lot of people struggle with, right? Yeah. That accountability too. You got to get comfortable with yeah. that and hold yourself accountable to that. But like you said, I mean, it, it's just, if you don't plan out your day, your day is going to get away from you. Yeah. I mean, we got kids, you know, we're busy yeah. too with family stuff, running a business, doing right. all that. And, you know, if you don't structure that, you're going to come to, you know, five o'clock go, Hey, I didn't get half the, the, the things done I wanted to do today. Right. So, so talk a little bit about, uh, we, you know, we're in a group executive forum, right. Sure. That we do here. And obviously pre pandemic, we were getting together once a month. I mean, you're driving all the way from Matt Toon down here, almost a two hour drive. How important is it to be around like-minded people that maybe not be in your normal everyday circle? And, and my point to asking this question is, is to, to our listeners is to really understand the importance of building a team around you for advice. Right. So we have, you know, I won't name them all, but we have other great, you know, guys in this group that we can get together and bounce ideas off of. Right. And, you know, you got a safe forum to go talk to. So how important is that for you? And what would you tell our listeners about something like that? I, I can't. I mean, it's extremely important. I mean, it's I've been very thankful for our relationship that we, you know, obviously we've known each other for a long, long time. And that opportunity that, you know, you created for me. And I've always wanted that. I've always wanted to be better, always wanted to yeah. continue to improve. And I think, you know, surrounding yourself with people that are, you know, uh, pushing themselves and we're pushing each other. I think that's what we get out of that group. I mean, I really do miss that group. I hope we yep. at some point are able to get back to that. But I mean, yep. you know, there's been a lot of game changer uh, ideas come out of those meetings. I think, you know, we share best practices. Maybe someone has a different experience than you or I have. Yep. And we've learned from that. I mean, I tell the story all the time too. And and I think I've told you this before, but you know, there was a, we've, we've probably been doing this executive forum for, it's been five or six years, oh, yeah. I think. Yep. Um, and there was an executive forum that was, I think it was in December. 
uh, it was snowing. It was, it was kind of bad out. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, do I make the trip? Do I not make the yeah. trip? And, you know, I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm going to make it. You know, I committed to this. This is, I'm getting a lot out of this. Yeah. Um, it's a great opportunity to network. And so I showed up that day and there happened to, a lot of people didn't make it that day because of the snow, I think. <laughs> and uh, there was me and you and um, John Babington, yeah. uh, I think was his yeah. name, yeah. and uh, Ben Newman. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Ben Newman has been a tremendous impact in my life and and you know we showed up and ben was going to do his speech and for your listeners that i think ben's been on your pod before yeah. and uh you know he's done a lot of talks over the years and so he uh he was going to do his talk with us and it didn't really get to that point but we sat down and we kind of yep. chatted like this and uh we had a great conversation and i had had a peak of interest of how do i continue to get better how do i push myself yep. And, you know, long story short, Ben and I connected. Uh, we've been working together for about seven years now. Ben's has a tremendous amount of success and he's helped me a lot mm -hmm. with my success. So I have a lot of mentors in my life. Yeah. Um, I consider yourself a mentor yeah. for me. Uh, Ben's a mentor. My father's a mentor. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of people that are mentors. And I think that's very important. I mean, yeah. uh, you, you're just never gonna know it all and yeah. you need people in your court to, to help you move yeah. along in that. I think there's there's a huge piece right there in that in that deal, right? Is I, I have a two hour drive in the snow. You had every reason to not show up, mm -hmm. right? Nobody would have judged you. Nobody would have been mad, right? Yep. But we make a choice in life, right? Business, professional, financial, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, whatever it may be. We make a choice every single day and you made a choice that day. But also the flip side, Ben made a choice that day, right? Because I could have mm -hmm. told him, hey man, you know, nobody's coming. There's only gonna be a couple people here, but but he showed up, yep. right? You never know, right? Just show up, get in the arena, do your thing. Good things happen, right? When you're around good people. And now, you know, for him, it's been a probably a pretty good financial thing, right? Because I know he's sure. spoken to your group numerous times and he's yep. gotten to know people inside your company and, and he's doing his thing and you're doing your thing. And I just think that's really, really important to make sure we focus on that is it is a choice. Yep. And, and I think, you know, going back to what we talked about earlier too, you know, like consistency and driving that, you know, you have a process, right? Yep. You got to execute. Like you said, I could have easily not made that trip, right. right? And, but I was committed to what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be. Did I know exactly that day how that was going to play yeah. out? No, I didn't. No. But uh, that's been a tremendous impact uh, on that. And, you yep. know, and it, and it started, let's back up even further, Brett. I mean, I started coming down, I drive two hours to get down here. Why to have, you know, an hour, hour and a half meeting, uh, network with people that are very talented people, yeah. you know, in, in our group. And, and it's created op multiple opportunities for yeah. me. Yeah. So those of you listening that like this, you know, reach out to me, I can explain it to you. But really, the gist of it is it's called executive forum. I made that up, you can call it whatever you want to make it. Uh, but the rule is you have to have one person per industry, right? So whatever industry you want, we, we have, you know, Andrew Davidson, for example, is in it now. And he's been with us for a couple of years, you know, partner at, at KPMG. We've got Kate and Shaw, you know, who's a uh, ear, nose and throat doctor running a business. And, and so there's all types of people, right? Aaron Broyles, I mean, just phenomenal people, but it's one industry uh, per, per person right. because you don't want the competition in there, number one. But number two, you want like-minded people but they're in all different sectors of what's going on out in our world to make it great. Yeah. You know? yep, so, yep. so reach out, you know, reach out to Derek, reach out to myself, happy to, to walk you through that. Um, talk to us about your culture. I mean, again, we talked a little bit about it earlier with the pandemic, but uh, pre post pandemic, I mean, what do you do? I know your brother's, you know, very vital in the company as well. Nathan, I mean, what do you guys do to make sure culture uh, stays strong? 
Sure. And, you know, one of the things, and I, th- I think it's, you know, obviously important and, you know, I, I deal a lot with this in my business. You know, a lot of clients come to me and want me to solve their turnover problems. Yeah. And that's a very difficult loaded question, right? I mean, how do you solve, there's no magical pill out there. There's a combination of doing a lot of great things, right? That's right. And, you know, culture is, is an important thing, but one of the unique things about uh, ISS or innovative staff solutions that I would say that I've kind of taken upon myself is, couple things. Uh, one, I have an internal Facebook page for internal uh, uh, employees only. Mm. We post a lot of things on there. We share uh, different ideas on there. We, we post a lot of videos. We have, you know, different events. Like we are big on community involvement uh, in our communities, you know, and so we'll post pictures on there. And one of the di- unique challenges about us is is that, uh, you know, we're all spread out. We're 25 locations. So, you know, we have 85 employees. We're not all the same. We don't see each other every day. So how do we create or utilize a tool like Facebook uh, to create a private group to share those ideas? And people feed off those ideas. People celebrate anniversaries together, right? Uh, It's the little things, right? And I think that's what's been successful and unique about that. On top of that, you know, I'm big on self-development. You know, I feel that if I can invest in my employees, that they become better people, maybe it's a better husband, wife, uh, son, daughter, whatever, yep. that they're gonna become better employees. And so, you know, like I said, you mentioned that, you know, Ben obviously comes and speaks uh, to my organization. He's done that every year since our relationship started. Uh, you know, that's a one piece of yeah. that, but I bring other people in to develop and, and focus on leadership and motivational for our employees. And I think that helps build the culture, yeah. right? We're giving back to our employees I mean, not everybody's invested in that and that's okay, but you know, uh, we're giving back and we're trying to, you know, make better people. Yeah. That's huge. Huge. Um, you talked about failure is not an option. I mean, is, is that a, you talk about your dad and, mm-hmm. and your mom were, were like that, but is that still today? Cause I feel that way, right? Failure is not an option. Do you, when you hear the word failure, kind of what comes to mind for you? I, I don't know if it's 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 kind of a negative connotation, but I don't feel like it is. I feel like you just learn and get better and, and move forward. I mean, you know, my vision, you know, obviously my dad and mom have enjoyed retirement now for a yeah. couple of years and it's an opportunity for my brother and I to continue to move forward. And so we're going to make some mistakes along the yeah. way. Right. And, and my biggest thing is whether it's, you know, uh, making a mistake, you know, maybe for a client or, you know, making a mistake internally, we just got to get better every yeah. day. And I think that's what I look at failure for myself. Right. I mean, uh, I kind of, I, I know I'm going to come back to the golf situation, but I've had a lot of failure in golf. I mean, I'm not on the yeah. PGA tour, not going to be on the PGA tour, yeah. but I've, I've used that to senior, try, maybe senior, PGA <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see. I'm <laughs> just enjoyed a, right. a birthday here uh, right. a couple weeks ago. That's seven right. years. We're getting a little closer. Yeah, yeah, getting, that, that's what you keep reminding me yeah. of. But, you know, I think it's, you know, to, to, to try to get better and, and, and there's always new things out there. I think tying yeah. it back to our executive forum. There's some things out there I don't know, and I, I need to surround myself with people that that have those that information or those ideas. And yep. I think that's what failure means to me is yep. is get back up. Always learning, like we said earlier. Yep. yep. So uh, fear. I ask almost everybody, as you know, in this mm-hmm. podcast, is the fears we put in our mind. How many of them have actually blown up to the magnitude you put them in your mind to be? You know, none. Right. Yeah. I mean, I am trying to think of fears that jump out at me right now um you know no i think they've created created the fear builds up to the point of getting to that that actual uh moment yeah. right 
And, you know, for me, uh, I always build it up in my mind a little bit, and then I want to do more of it again, yeah. right? It's, it's sometimes how it happens. But, you know, again, I think it's, I've got better at that over the years with yep. more experience and, and kind of moving forward. I'm not, I'm not too fearful of much anymore. Yep. Um, but, you know, I think the unknown is always what, what, what builds up. Yeah, the, uh, I don't know if I can even share it on here, but I still have it. I've never done this live on a podcast, but one of the things that I want to talk about is is planning. I, I know you believe in planning. Mm-hmm. I believe in planning. Uh, I'm going to pull it up, and let's see. It'll probably show up some random spot. There it is. So I put this on the screen. You don't see it, Derek, but it, it says Sunday planning, and I use this, uh, and I'm not perfect, right, and don't use it every single week, but you know, if people want to learn more about it, reach out. But I think the point is is that the Sunday planning for me, planning your week is so critically important because it'd be like the Cardinals, right? If the Cardinals are going to play the Cubs this weekend, and let's say they get swept at home, and we find out Sunday night that Mike Schilt and the Cardinals and the rest of the coaching staff, they didn't watch film, they didn't think about who they were playing, they didn't watch uh, who the pitchers were, right? The hitters didn't watch the pitchers, the mm-hmm. pitchers didn't watch the hitter, right? And you can go on and on with this, Right. right? If they didn't plan, how pissed would you be as a Cardinal fan if you heard that? Be t- extremely disappointed, right? right? You, you, you know, you're coming there to watch the best. You're watching them compete, right. and the, they got to plan and prepare for those those games. Right. And if they're if they're just kind of going through the motions, I mean, one, we know that they're probably not going to be a good team long term, right. and you, you know, eventually going to lose some support there. Yeah. Other than we're just diehard Cardinal fans, yeah. right? But you know, I think that's the important piece of it. And you know, I I think that that's a great reminder too, Brett, of you know, what do I plan in a week? I mean, I get I get to the point of I plan it by the hour. Yeah. for me uh, as best I can because you know I, I have a lot of tasks to juggle and and there's certain weeks that I'm not able to get to everything yep. so I try to maximize that time and I you know I think for you know if you were a cardinal organization and you're playing at that level you, you gotta plan and, yeah. and, and look forward to that yeah and I think the expectation as a fan right because if the cardinals win or lose yeah I may be mad but it doesn't really change my life sure right at right. all right not really it doesn't change my <laughs> right, life at all right, right. I may be mad you know if they lose the world series or something but it doesn't change my life but you think, and you said going through the motions, how many people in our world today are just going through the motions, right? We're looking out now over an interstate, right? There's thousands of cars going by. How many people are just going through the motions, right? right? When our life is way more important than that Cardinal game, we're mad at the Cardinals for not preparing, but we're not mad at ourselves, right? And you got to plan. And I yep. think, so I think you, I cut you off, but no, you're fine. I, I think I think people struggle, with, and you know, I think where where they struggle too, Brad, is the accountability of that. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, 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 I've worked with my teams, uh, you know, a lot on this. You know, when you have to put it pen to paper, right? Yeah. When you plan that, it makes people uncomfortable a little bit. Yeah. It's not, and maybe that's the fear that you're talking about, right? When people that sometimes bothers people. Um, it's been a long time since I've I've had the fear of doing that, but you know, when you plan that out, that creates accountability, and people are f- afraid of failure. Yeah. And, you know, so I think that's also important to, to, to do so you can increase your chances of execution. So talk to us about uh, disappointments. Obviously, not every day. You know, this is called the circuit of success. It doesn't mean success is just a straight line, right? Mm-hmm. Success is is crazy, right? There's mm-hmm. circles, there's peaks, there's valleys, all that stuff. But for you, you get disappointing news today, let's say. How do you deal with that, and how quickly do you come back from that uh, from that defeat? Great, great question. Um, I've, I had I had this I had this in twenty twenty. Um, you know, I think you and I have talked a lot about you know my growth expectations and yep. you know growing my business and and putting my footprint on innovative staff solutions yep. and. And COVID set me back on that. It set me back about two years. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a five-year growth strategy. 
Um, and it set me back two years. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, COVID was a very difficult year or 2020 was a difficult year for us. But, you know, how I responded to that, you know, it's making adaptations, getting back up yeah. and, and refocusing. And so it doesn't mean that you just, you know, throw that plan out the window. It just means you just a, a adjust it. Right. And that's what I've done. Uh, and that was a disappointment for me, not because I mean, it's out of my control. But the reality of it is, is that it set my goals back. Right. Right. Uh, it set me what I wanted to accomplish in, in, in a five year strategy. It uh, doesn't mean I can't accomplish it, but I'm going to have to continue to, to per yeah. persevere and move forward. So. Yeah. Um, it, it was the most recent disappointment I've had. Yeah, but I think that's so important to tie. And I one, I appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing that. But uh, I, I think that at times you can go home at night, or you're laying in your bed, or you're exercising, whatever you're doing. You, you can be really pissed. Not you mm -hmm. collectively, right? We can be really pissed that that just set us back two years, uh, right? Go ahead. No, but as I say, we can be really pissed about that. But at the same time, what I found, and you've heard me say this before, is the bounce back theory, right? Is you, your your team, your staff, your 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 the leader. You can't just sit there and go home and lay in the fetal position and cry about mm -hmm. it, right? It is what it is. Embrace it, learn from it, adapt. You couldn't control it. Some things are out of our control, but then you have to turn to control the controllables. Right, right. right. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you. You know, for a few months after you know uh, the pandemic had and we were shut down. I mean, I I, I really struggled with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you and I were talking one time and hey, what books you're reading? I'm like, you know. I've kind of stopped for a little bit because mm -hmm. I lost the motivation. <laughs> and, you know, I'm one that, you know, I, I do get upset with it. I'm emotional about it, right? Yep. And it takes me a little time to get over it. And once I got over it, I got back up yeah. and got back on the horse again. But, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I struggle with that for a little bit. And I think that was okay as long as you get back up and you move it forward. That's and, right. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's the key points there, too, is, you know, you talk, right? Whether it's you and I or you and whoever, I think it's important when you're struggling, reach out to people. You're right. not the only person struggling, right? right? There's a pandemic going on in the world. Right. And I think it's important that we reach out, you know, maybe it's somebody right now that you don't even know struggling, but we reach out to our friends and say, Hey man, how you doing? How's business? Right. right. I think that's critical. I think right. that's really important. Yep. So, um, so let's talk about, uh, the growth strategy now. I mean, what, what's your planning cycle like? Do you, do you go away and go plan? Is it something you do at home at work? I mean, what do you do for that? Um, you know, I, I do my own planning uh, at home uh, a little bit with my own kind of think tank type strategies yeah. and what I want to personally move forward with. And then I do it with my team as well to get them engaged and, and get new ideas on the table that kind of help help me move forward. And, and I don't have all the ideas. Right. right. And I realize that. So, you know, that's kind of the, the strategy that I kind of put in place to kind of move it forward. But I, I don't necessarily have a, a, a strategy to, you know, get to that point every time. I think my goal is always to have it uh, completed by November, yeah. uh, end of November, to kind of give me a little bit of momentum to finish up, you know, 2020 in this example and move into 2021 yeah. and keep that momentum going. Yeah. So, so when you look at now, so I always like to play a little game here. Let's say I give Derek, you know, I don't know, a bunch of money and uh, you can't do anything with it like investment, normal investment wise, like you would with visionary wealth advisors or anybody else. But um, what would you do with, you know, say a random $10 million mm -hmm. right now, if you could invest in the future, what would that look like? For my business or personally? Just, yeah, anything, man. Anything. Just anything that you would want to do. So, like, just forget time for a minute and you could just go do whatever you want to do. What would you like to dream about and go make happen? Well, 
if we're going on my passion of golf, uh, it's, it's grown the game in the younger generation. Yeah. Um, you know, that's always been, you know, uh, pa- passion is for me is children, uh, yeah. helping people and, yeah. and helping the, the younger generation move to, to, to reach their goals or what they want. I, yeah. I've been very fortunate to, you know, my parents have provided a great life for me and, yeah. uh, great opportunities for me, but not everybody has those opportunities. Right. So how I could ever help kids, whether it be golfing or maybe it's just education or yeah. business opportunities. Um, I, I enjoy that stuff. Um, and I would enjoy that opportunity. I would, yeah. I would feed off that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And if I steal your cell phone from you today, and is there one app on your phone that if I deleted, that would not be good besides email and calendar. Cause that's boring. Mm-hmm. One app. So, so can it be social media sites? Yeah. Anything. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. want me to delete it. Like Brett, please don't delete this from my phone. I would, I would go, I'm going to, I'm not going to go social media. I'm going to go, I have a uh, video app on my phone that I've recorded my golf swings on there for about <laughs> the last five years. And you yeah. know, that's the thing about technology that's these right. days that are growing up, as you can mention, as I mentioned many times in this podcast that my passion for golf is, is, is keeps yeah. me uh, moving. Uh, and, and I have about, uh, five years of golf swings on there, Brett. So if you were to delete that, that would uh, not be good. uh, it, it would be okay, but I would be pretty upset. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I would not say, I will say it publicly, but I will not say this ever in a group of settings or a group of friends, but obviously the friend that you are, uh, it is amazing. The golf that you play. And yeah, I always joke that. and say, you're like, you know, at least probably the second or third best golfer to come out of Matt Toon. Uh, <laughs> but no, you're, you're the best. Right. And right. so, uh, you know, I'm sure my buddies will give me heck for that. And Nathan will say something. He already texted this morning, your brother is like, Oh, I wonder how many stories will come out of this. And, <laughs> and, uh, but it's, but, but again, I think the point to that is, is you put in the time, right. right? I mean, so again, whether it's golf or business, you are a student of the game, right. right? You're reading about it. You're thinking about it. You've, you've designed your life around it, right? Whether it's a, you know, a, go to the driving range or do whatever you want to do, right? Work on a simulator. I mean, those are the things that I think that people, if they want to be great at something, again, whether it's business, golf, whatever, you got to put in the time and the effort and you've put your money where your mouth is, sure, right? Sure. You take lessons, right? So if, if, if I'm as good a golfer as you, you're a plus four handicap, right? Right. How many strokes do you think he should give me today? That's the real question. But number we'll two, play straight but, up on that. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'll negotiate some strokes. Uh, but I think the point is, is that you put your money where your mouth is. And so many people do that. I have a business coach. I know you've done coaching over the years, sure. right? Yep, and, and that's yep. important. So I'll be quiet, but talk to us a little bit about that. The, the coaching part yeah, of it. Yeah, just how important it is to be a yeah. student in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, to, to back up, you know, I go back to, you know, when we were growing up as kids, yeah. right? I mean, we comp- we were competitive, yeah. right? And, yeah. and we wanted to, to beat each other a yeah. lot. I mean, whether yeah. it be you and I, there was a lot of that. Yeah. Laura Myerskoff was in there. Yeah. Blake Carney was in yeah. there. We were playing for money we didn't have, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, the only person that lost in that deal was Jerry Myerskoff would buy us Arby's that's every right. day. Thank right? you, Jerry. But, yeah, thank you, Jerry, for that. But, you know, um, you know, that's where it started, right? I think my passion for the game yeah. and – I well, still to keep- interrupt, you think about that. I mean, Blake's still in the golf business today. I'm yep. still, you know, play a lot of golf. You're doing your deal. Laura, national champion for the uh, University of Arizona. Yeah, I mean, that's incredible. That was, I mean, I'm getting cold chills right yeah, now to think too. about Laura that just, you know, played golf with us guys and just grew up with us. And then now she went and played at Arizona, played on the LPGA. Yep. And then to go back to her alma mater and win the national championship. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a great time watching that oh. on TV and was so happy for her. And, yeah. and what, what, a, what an awesome story that is, it's right? Amazing. And, you know, it, I think that goes back to where I was going with it was, you know, we started with that passion for golf and I've just kept that, yeah. right? I've kept that. A lot of people, 
you know, would, we've lost that along the way. Yeah. I'm here, I'm 43 years old and we've been yeah. playing golf for a long time in our lives and I'm still a student of the game. Yeah. And you know, I, I love that part about it. That's the passion. I think you gotta find something that you love, yeah. right? Uh, not, I, I love business, I love golf. Yeah. I think you, you gotta apply both in some aspects and be, continue to become great. You know, you had mentioned that I've become a student of the game in, in golf and I, I don't think I was always that way, yeah. right? I think that probably delayed my success a little bit, you know, and maybe things would have been different if I'd have had a little bit more maturity back then yeah. and, and, and focused on that, but it is what it is. And I think that's in business too, right? right. You gotta consistently become a student of the game of business yep. and, and continue to uh, read books, uh, you know, surround yourself with people. There's so much great stuff out there now right. online that is available to you. So if you're not making the time is cause you don't really want to, yep. right? And you know, uh, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, but yep. uh, yeah. So back to those, how many strokes am I getting today? We'll, we'll work on that. Probably a half a, half a shot yeah. on each side Come a little on. bit. Yeah. Well, Derek, it's been awesome having you on the Circus Success, man. It's been a long time coming. We've been talking about doing this. And uh, so I'm glad we're able to do it. We've been talking about it for at least, you know, probably three or four years, but especially over the last year with the pandemic. So uh, just appreciate you, buddy, as a friend and uh, what you mean to me. And just it's awesome watching your growth and uh, just keep rocking. Yep. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.